You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Essentially, in other words, we've got to follow the money. We, we can't afford to be left behind was his point. And what it looks like is that, okay, well, the SEC's done this. How can we best position ourselves for, for our television deal and everything else to be in a situation like them? Yep. It's about keeping up with the Joneses, the SEC's the pace setter here. you got to catch up, and for UCLA, USC, you see your better options for you are in a stronger-looking Big Ten. Just makes all the sense in a Big Ten that apparently, just like the SEC, has, has ideas of becoming a super conference. And so you've got to follow the money. That's what this is all about, and... Again, does it? Yeah, is it a little weird right now? Some of the uh, uh, new games that will form out of this thing, new rivalries, sure. But this is a uh, this is like I said, we said early in the show. This is always where it was heading, because college athletics always follows the dollar, and this is what these these super conferences are what are going to draw out the big dollar from these you know networks, ESPN, Fox, all of it, and after that, everybody else can go fend for themselves. So right. That's that's where we're at right now. It is it is where we're at. It is, that, and we probably should have seen it coming. Right. Well, look, you know, in terms of we see the SEC, what it's doing, but that right. we should have we should have known UCLA, USC, some of these bigger names and some of these weaker conferences might be looking to break off and go bounce. big here. Yes. Right. Now yeah. I will say at least at least with Oklahoma and Texas, shouldn't the Pac shouldn't the Pac twelve have been all over this? You know that. Okay. I mean, you're checking your guys, you're checking your traps. You got to make sure everybody's in it with you. But what could you have done differently? What can, you couldn't have prevented it. That's the thing. It's like your 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 deal is your deal, and they're not going to get more. Well, just be better prepared for it, because I, I would tell you that the Big Twelve and what happened there, they went out and made a move. You, you and I, you touched on this yesterday. I want to say I can't remember if it was on air or off, but would the Big Twelve have done what it did in terms of poaching the AAC if it knew right. all this was happening? And that's the point to at least be better prepared, have a better idea of what's going on, of what the SEC and the Big Ten's plans are. No, you're right. You can't prevent it. They're going to follow the money, but at least be better prepared so you're not blindsided or making decisions in terms of who you're adding that later on aren't going to look so smart. Like frankly, right now the Big Twelve looking at what it's added, you know, in Cincy, Houston, and because everything's about to open up again, so. That's that's why to just be better would would have seemed to yeah you you need to be a little bit better prepared have a little bit better foresight seems like to me with the way things were shifting to be so blindsided by it you just saw Oklahoma and Texas blindside the Big Twelve yep yep but at least with but, them like, but you're right you could not have prevented it but you could have been better prepared at least with the Oklahoma and Texas though like I'm just saying in terms of just my reconciliation of it it's they're both like south you know. Like I okay, that makes sense, right? SEC, Oklahoma. Yeah, you're you're speaking regionally. Yes, and, and yes, yes. Uh, yeah. like we're 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 basically that that uh, facade has been like completely gone, like washed away with this, right? Like the USC, I, I guess you know the Big Ten. There's nothing regional about Big Ten. It is regional, right? But it's not like you're, you know, you don't have like a directional, or it's not like the you know the North Ten. It's just the Big Ten. So, you know, I mean, 
you know, PAC is regional. Southeast is regional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I do think region is like what get, people care about in college sports, right? Like that's how the, you get the rivalries and that's how you get the passion. And, you know, you think about Florida and Georgia, world's large cocktail party. You know, it is harder to, uh, to stoke those when you have two, you know, random, um, you know, locations, right? Like USC and, um, and I'm not going to take a big, like obviously Ohio State and USC is, it's obvious to understand that's going to be a huge draw no matter what. But like your middle of the, like your, you know, middle of the pack. But I'm, I'm not like clutching my pearls over it either because I understand, I think we should all have understood by now what it's about and what it's always been about. We just don't, didn't want to talk about, you know, um, out, you know, out loud and, and publicly. Washington, Oregon could be next. Yeah. Going, following USC, UCLA, could see the uh, could see the SEC. You know, Clemson, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, everything's on the table. It feels like. Yeah. So ESPN has a piece up uh, about where they, where they where they talk to some uh, some insiders, some powerful people, and one industry source told ESPN, "I see a world where the whole thing splits in half." There's 35 or 40 programs in the top echelon that are actually driving the college football playoff and all the economics around the CFP. Everything else flows off of that. It's obvious why it's happening now because the contract for the college football playoff does end after 2025. Mm-hmm. You know, so what's that? What's that going to look like? That negotiation, and it does. Like, it, if I'm the coach of. You know, Memphis, if I'm the coach of Boise State, if I'm the coach of, or fan, I'm like, what am I even doing it for? You know, the, 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 obviously the, to hope that you will be in this group someday. But, you know, it's hard to think you will be. It's, it's hard. You know, and, and, and we were having this conversation yesterday. But if, we're, if it's really 35 or 40 and that's it, like you, you just know you're not going to be in that group. No, but again, and I I was there where you're at yesterday, what could be left is enough, right? Enough of the folks that are left out that it's solid enough. You know, it, it's better than where you were. And we've been saying that around here for a long time, you know, coming out of CUSA, whatever it is, hoping to get to a watered-down Big 12 out of the AAC, whatever. It, it's better than what you were. And if there are enough leftovers, right, enough that are brand are, are are solid names that bring value to the table. No, it won't be what the Big Ten and the SEC are forming clearly, but it'll be the next tier down, and hopefully, again, that's enough to survive. It's enough to still want to run a program to make it worthwhile to still have your fans passionate like they are here in Memphis. That's going to be. I mean, it feels like that's you know. I I, I hate to shoot for the best, the yep. secondary best, the best of seconds, but frankly, it's been Memphis's plight for a long time now. Um, and again, it, as nice as it would be to say, hey, you know, roll out the life raft for us. We're worth it. That was you yesterday. Yep. Sure, we'd all love to see it. I just don't see all of a sudden where they see a new value in you. Right. Look, you know, you're bringing all this value to our big boy table. We, we know how Memphis has looked at. So back, back to the point. Best case scenario may be you're in the group with the leftovers, hoping that, okay, well, TV's still got, you know, inventory. It still needs inventory. still got spots to fill. No, you're not going to be in the big deal for ESPN, the big deal for Fox and the Big Ten, the SEC ones, but you can be the next deal down, and hopefully it's enough, John, to sustain and still, you know, still make it. It, it makes sense to run a program, an athletic program, because you're still selling tickets. People are still excited about it. Well, that's, it's hard to get excited, though, when you're not playing for the best. 
when you're not playing for the championship, right? That's been Memphis's plight in football. It 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 affected recruiting. It affected everything, ticket sales, all that. If you're a level down and you can't play for the title, we're right. talking about you know how hard it is. But it's still it's it's still a possibility. We saw Cincinnati. Like you could still tell yourself and sell yourself if you're not doing that. Can fans really get excited about the next level down? That that's probably going to be a question Memphis has to ask. Itself. Well, you're going to have to. You're going to have Hopefully to. Hopefully, there'll sort be of, enough brands in there that people right. still get excited. Recognizable, good brands that got left out of the two super conferences. Right. That people can still get excited. I think probably they will. Well, the the, the question just becomes like excited enough. There, but there have been some great moments, right? Like Memphis football's had some great moments. You know, in the they they won the AAC. That was great. They went to the Cotton Bowl. A lot of people had memories there. Like you can make memories. You take your family out. It's really affordable, you know, in terms of, like, if you're a family of four, what are you looking to do on a Saturday? Go to a Memphis Tiger football game, right? So, like, even, with it, even though they're not competing for championships because they can't, it doesn't mean that you still can't enjoy, right, what they're doing. Uh, take- yeah, but it's a different level, though. Like, if you told me that, that but obviously you, they, football they makes the decisions, but let's, take, let's make this a basketball conversation just for, this, for a second here. And if you told me – that the University of Memphis, now coached by Penny Hardaway, couldn't win a national title, right, the whole enchilada, after you've been there twice, finished runner-up, it's not the same. Well, right? no. It's, but it's a, yeah, yeah, I can be happy with my own little world, my own little little smaller trophy, but it's not the same if I can't dream big and win the whole thing. That That's the point here. But Memphis football can't. They just can't. You can tell yourself and sell you that. It's part, you can still... Tell yourself you are still in the system right now. Yeah, you but can. you're not. You you're not though, right? I mean, you're not. You Memphis football and any. Well, I mean, program Cincinnati, like Cincinnati lay, with the way they're structured now, Cincinnati just laid out how you can do it. Well, and, it's still very unlikely. But Cincinnati just laid it out from your conference. Yeah, how but, you can do it. I mean, they they got their shot. Right. But then, then they had they got noted. And yeah, you're selling a pipe dream, John. But it's still you can still sell it. If you if you're not involved in a college football playoff, it's completely different. If you're not involved in an NCAA tournament that has the big boys in it, right. and you can win the whole thing, it's completely different. Still, yes, yeah. How unlikely it is might not change, but but the idea that you're in it is still the the same. And well, if you take away that the fact that you're in it. It's not the same passion. But, it's not the same level of investment. It's a tear down. But I mean, look, it but that but that's the reality for Memphis football though. There's a what point zero one percent chance it could ever make the playoff. They're not gonna be able to play Notre Dame in a regular season. You know, it's hard. You you know how especially it's only gonna get worse from here on out. These schools are not gonna play you, you know? You're just gonna have a harder time scheduling and getting these big time games. So your access if it was already if it was already incredibly restricted before now it's only going to get more so if not taken off the table completely i mean that's just the truth if you don't you know i mean you'll you'll if, if, if that, that's not getting it here i'm sorry that won't get it for memphis football like like the reason memphis football has made the comeback isn't just what's on what's on the field all credit to Justin Fuente, Norvell, where Silverfield's trying to get it. I mean, he's, he's got work to do to get back up. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just – it's the idea that you can go join the big boys. That's been part of the investment and everything else. Right. It's that carrot in front of us, John, of, of having a chance to play with the big boys, to be in a bigger conference, all of it. That's been a, a, just as much of a part of the investment and the buildup as everything else. And you take away that carrot – it's not the same. It's not big boy anymore, and it's not the same. It's just not the same level. You're right. You'll have to get used to it, right? But it will ultimately be different. And here's my point. If the tournament, the NCAA tournament changes, because we know around here, yep. 
yeah, 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 it's about basketball yep. with this athletic department. If that changes too and you're playing in a secondary tournament, I just have a hard time seeing you're still able to raise the millions because, again, John, for Memphis, so often it's been that carrot in front of us, winning the whole thing, playing with the big boys. Mm-hmm. You get left behind, that's gone for that carrot's gone. And I, again, the passion, the 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 investment, would it still be there at a similar level? I just no, you'd lose something there. You you'd lose quite a bit. And then maybe to a point. Remember, John, we we aren't so far removed from Memphis asking itself the question, do we want to keep football? Mm-hmm. Got it? And it's again that carrot to go join the big boys. Hey, Louisville did it, Cincy's doing it, Houston's doing it, we can too. That's been a huge part of where you, why you've been able to get how close that you have. You take away that carrot, bro, it won't be the same. You know, and again, so maybe football can be one thing. Surely, it, 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 and we touched on earlier. Gary uh, Paris wrote about it. Hopefully, they won't mess with that with that NCAA tournament because, again, to us, that's what's going to matter more. Yeah, I just, we may be at a point where we're asking again: does, do, Should we? Should we? Should we play football? Yeah, we may it, get back it, there it, if we're left behind, look, like I mean, it appears real, we're about to be. It's a real. It's a real damn conversation, and you're having it early, but it's real because there is there going to be another chance. Like, and by the way, this isn't even a chance. Memphis has no chance to get into the Big Ten. They have no chance to get into the SEC. So this is not a this is not a question of that at all, which, again, that's its own thing. You know, that's a class of its own. And that's really the, you know, the, the, the and we say this, but it's true. And, we, and you've heard, you know, the Brett McMurphys of the world say it, and you've heard the Paul Feinbaums of the world say it, but the gap between the haves and the have-nots is growing wider by the day. It just is. And now, well, the NCAA tournament still allows the have-nots to play with yes, the big boys. Yes, but they're, they're, they're the college football playoff that that, yes. that that possibility was dwindling, no doubt. And with the way that these things are lining up now, why would they include you at this point? When what they're going to be able to sell to these television networks is here's your names and your powers right here. We don't need them. And if they again, if they start feeling the same way about basketball in the NCAA tournament, it's it's even double curtains. Yeah. yeah. Like, because now, Memphis. now, like at least with the Power Five, right? You would you could say you were a have, right? Whether the Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, ACC, SEC, you were you were a have. Well, you're not a have in the Pac-12 anymore. You're not a have if you're in the Big 12. Uh, in the Big 12, all those schools that get left behind. And now, with you. You, I mean, the ACC, like they're going to get rated potentially. You know, so are are is Wake Forest going to be a have? I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, this is just gonna you know, there's only forty. There's only gonna be forty, and the rest are going to be have-nots. And every single one of those universities and athletic programs is gonna have to make choices. You know, some of those programs will have more money than others, right? All things are not equal, but you're gonna get, you know, 80, 80 schools are gonna get a crappier TV deal, right? They're gonna get, they're gonna have less money to pay their coaches. They're gonna have Fewer fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just like the the the, the way of the, it's kind of depressing, really. If you well, and it's not on the Alabamas and the you know the UCLA's, USC's, your whatever take whatever Big Ten power you want to. It's not on them to save you. What what's the incentive for no, them to, I, say, I, to go save a few of us? I, I agree. There I is mean, none. There, there, they don't there care. Isn't. They don't right. care about feelings. They don't care about old rivalries, traditions. None of that. That's that very they, true. They're being driven by the dollar, and if they go out and get it 
for their conferences. Hell, what does it do? It gets them more. It's, it's job security for them, for, for, for those guys. And so why, that's what I'm asking. What's the incentive to go pull up a few of us like a Memphis and say, yeah, 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 we're, we're heading on. Hey, come on, jump on board. There isn't any. Right. And then, like, uh, again, let's just take a school like Memphis. They're going to have to, like, again, we'll see where it all ends up because I don't think anybody knows. But are they not going to have to ask themselves, like, you know, how do we continue to – if you're a booster, why am I continuing to give so much, right? I mean, I love my school. I love my university, but I might I might take my dollars to a different department. I might put those dollars in the in the academic side of it rather than the athletic side of it because athletics is there's a there's a cap. There's a legitimate cap on what this program can achieve if you are out of that group. Yeah, it's just awful because you've been you've been tapping on their doors and begging them basically those Memphis donors just believe believe in us keep on giving us those millions right because we're we're going to get to that quote unquote promised land we're right there look at what we've done academically look at all the strides we've made in athletics you've been begging basically stay with us believe but if you can't sell again that dream talked about carrying earlier of us being with the big boys how are you going to get the same level of passion and investment out of that same donor you've been banging on for years saying we're, we're, we're about to get to the big leagues just just hang on hang in there give me another million give me another 10 million it's you're not going to get that and so eventually once that you know, if that if that lightens up in terms of the investment, yeah, man, it's going to lighten up in all areas. What you can do, you know, the options that you have, and it hits recruiting. It touches everything else. It touches ticket sales. So it's 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 not a place you want to be. Memphis has done all it can, really. It feels like to me, to put itself in position. The problem was is that the landscape was always changing, right? The goalposts keep moving. Yep. We're trying to play catch-up. We think we're there. The goalposts move on us again. We've used the Lucy pulling the ball from Charlie Brown. And it really, truly is that. Every time you think you're at – and John is part of the reason why I've been so cynical about it all, all you know, uh, for years about Memphis making it. We've always thought we were close. And, again, it's not just you getting closer and what you do. It's how much is the landscape changing. And here we see it's like quicksand in terms of how, how dynamic the change is. Goalposts moving. It's to, it's you know it's it's not fun to think about for Memphis. You know, hopefully there's a life raft to be had, and and my guess right now is it's going to be with a bunch of other brand name schools that are going to get left out of these couple of super conferences that we're going to have, like so, know, out of the pack, out of the big, out of the Big Twelve. So it's like you know, Washington me, State, Oregon State. Yeah, not Washington, Colorado, because it looks like they're going to go to Big Ten. Right. So some of those others, yes. Um, Give me some junk out of the Big Twelve. You know that we can be Kansas State. Although they they might get in, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not sure. You know. Uh, Baylor, your Baylor's not getting in, right? Baylor's got too much politically going on there. I don't. I don't oh, Baylor's in. Are they? Yep. Too good of a school. I don't. Uh, we'll see. School brand. Yeah, but man, they have a lot of they have a lot of controversy that follows them. I think that the political piece of that might be. Yeah, they all have that. What though. keeps them out? Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think out loud. Like Iowa State, right? Iowa State probably would not get in. To uh, isn't Iowa? In oh the, yeah, both of those teams, both Iowa schools are good. Yeah, well, Iowa's already in the Big Ten. Yep, Iowa State was, is is a have. Yeah, I mean they they're not all getting in though, right? They can. I mean, there's we're, we're saying twenty. No, we're talking about forty, right? You're talking about the two mega twenty five. So you've already got sixteen in the SEC. They're saying it could go up to twenty five if you want to mm-hmm. get crazy about it. Maybe sure. fifty, but you're, yeah, you're you talking to 40, forty to fifty teams. Here. Sure. 
that will be in the SEC in the, but the I, new Big I, I lean toward it being closer to 40, though, because that's less slices of pie that you have to split. Well, and I was looking at it True. from there might be a third tertiary conference, sit, call it the Big 12, and then that level will be good and not great. You'll, so be, the, you'll be considered a have-not, though. Right? Yeah, do, do they give you a chance to compete with the big boys, with the big dog? Are you in a college football playoff with the other two when know. you're in that big, big mm-hmm. new Big Twelve? My guess is no, you know, from from everything I'm reading. But again, again, that's why I pointed. It might not even just be football; it might be basketball. They may decide to take their their basketball and go home, make a new tournament. Hey, CBS, here's what we can offer you. Yeah, like Texas Tech, like they're not going to get in. They're going to be a have not. TCU, right? TCU. I don't know. Um, what about Oklahoma State? Are they going to be a half? Absolutely. I don't know though, because Oklahoma is not going to be Oklahoma is not going to be down for that. I think the challenge is you might have a third mega conference. Well, it won't be a mega conference though, because it's. I mean, th- th- there's only going to be two of those, right? I mean, it's going to be considerably worse. I think it's a third one that has a hard time getting Memphis in it. It's a it's a third one that has like the rejects, which that's a tough sell. Like it's the best of the rest. Yep. You but know? they're really good. I mean, they're billion dollar. The, the billion power dollar fives right now. Yeah. You guys yes. are saying yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Those are billion dollar you know endowment schools. Right. But the way the way I look at that is is that you weren't good enough for the for the for the top two to make the cut for the top two. Oh, that's fair. I mean, so that's. But I think that's that's where we're at now, folks. It's, it's going to be a top two, and then it's going to be the, I, the rest. I think what you're you're saying, you're kind of telling on yourself that the Big Twelve isn't as good as those other two already. Is what you're saying. I, I think that's where we're at. Kind of close. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not a take. That's Once just you a lost fact. Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. That that changes. So it. then that is what it is. You yeah, know? and then you're adding AAC, you know, schools. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that guy, your AAC schools are hoping to get into this. The this Big Twelve Big is 12. a wreck. Yeah. You know, again, would you have rather been in it than the AAC, which is worse? Yes. That's what we're gonna be telling ourselves to put ourselves to bed here soon. It's, it's all relative. That it's better than where we were. It's better than when we were. Yeah, but we're gonna yeah, tell I'm all that, for that. That's, that's the, uh, you want to be in the Big Ten or the SEC, of course. But like you also have to deal in reality, and you have to do the best you can within that. You know, of that, course, that you're not one of the top forty or top right. fifty. I would, I would yeah. like to be able to snap my fingers and Memphis is in the Big Ten or the SEC. That ain't gonna happen. Does that just mean they languish and die on the vine? I mean, you can't do that. You have to try. You, you want to be in the Big Twelve. You have to try to get into. You know, it, 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 I don't even know if it'll be a Big Twelve. That you know? that level is where you want to be. Yeah, the the, the next the, year, the, right? Correct. It's the best correct. case. Yeah, hey, you want to get into that level, and it's still gonna it's gonna suck, right? It's what, it's, it's not going to be good. I, I don't think I wouldn't say it sucks. I would say you want to be in it if you're Memphis, and you pray you're in it. Well, because you're you're in. Well, because the alternative is death. Exactly. That, you know, that's the, the only alternative point. is North Texas. Is you're, where you're, you're at. You're, you're right now. You're dining in hell. I I think that. I hate saying it. That's where you're at. You're in North Texas. You're a UAB. Well, you're you know? in. That's that's who you're in the league with. Yeah. I mean, that's so. It, that 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 is on paper. That those are your peers. That's right. Now they're better than those schools. They they have yeah. more tradition than those schools. They have. Uh, you know, the 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 brand is better at Memphis. Yeah. I mean, that is a that's and that's why. It's it's so sickening, is that you feel like you've been lumped in with this group and somebody, that you don't belong. The, and the challenge of that, John, is that somebody's always going to be the best of the worst. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no question about it. Or, or the worst of the best. You know, you're just trying. What Memphis is trying to do is be the worst of the best. That's right. And and you're you know you're still you're still you know whatever. I don't know what you are anymore. I don't know. I it's hard, like the dust hasn't settled. You know, so we don't we're, we're speculating on things that may not even 
come to fruition. We don't know. Like these super conferences are coming, but to but fruition. that that is that is happening. And the that's happening that we will not be a part of either one. Of exactly, them is, I think is going to come. But what the rest of it looks like, right afterwards, right. what it's named, I don't know. The, the, that's going to be a combination of the Big 12 are and the be Pac-12. There, you know? It'll be some weird combination of those. Right. It'll be a new name. I haven't even yeah. seen I haven't seen Memphis mentioned in any of these pieces, though. You know, like, it's just like they're not – I saw Boise mentioned. We talked about that yesterday. That makes sense for the Pac-12. But who wants to be in the Pac-12 right now? I mean, that thing is – UNLV. Is, it's disintegrating. Well, you don't want to know what's going to be left, yeah. Yeah, and UNLV brings nothing from a football no, perspective. No, it, it doesn't, but you, if you're them, you want to be like Memphis is to the Pac-12. Absolutely, the but it's the you, same UNLV problem. UNLV wants to be in the Pac-12. Of course. They, could, they, they can want to be in whatever they, they want to be in, but it, you're a joke of a football program, no, right? It's the, same as, it's the same with Memphis in the Big 12. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just like you, you I thought. You asked an interesting question: Is do you want to spend two hundred fifty million dollars to be in the newly revamped Big Twelve? Again, it's 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 you're weighing alternatives. It's either spend two hundred fifty million dollars to be in this, or it's two hundred fifty million dollars to be in a slightly better version of this. But the problem is, you don't have the one hundred fifty to two hundred million dollars right now. You need that from the donors who you had been telling right. when you do you this, it will get us oh, yeah, to the promised tough. land. It does. So if it's not going to get you to the promised land anymore, just some watered-down second-tier no, version. It, it, thing, how do you no get to 150 to 200? How do you that, raise the that, money that's at that what I'm point saying. if it's you're not there? It's going to start drying up because those folks have been laying out money based on the fact you're, we're going to get there. We believe yes. that we're, we belong in the big time. When you take that away – you're not going to get that same level of investment. That's the bottom line. There, there's no doubt about it. Yep. And yeah. it will affect everything. Facilities, yeah. recruiting, all of it. And, and that, by the way, your not, ability to go out. That, that's not just true of Memphis, right? That's true for any school like Memphis. 100%. Yes. Uh, no, there's no question. UNLV is the same way. And, and Memphis is in, a, is in probably one of the best boats because they, they have had that, right? So if you're, if you're a school that has not had that, you're never going to have it. You're just never going to have it. And that and like like that's that sinks. It, it truly it's does. A, it's a it's a tough job for the people over there in the athletic department right now. That got even tougher with all of this. Uh, the Pac-12 is listening. They uh, they have released a statement. And they said they met this morning and they authorized the conference to explore all expansion options. Yeah. Look, hey. can you rule Memphis out of the Pac-12 or whatever the hell it is? No, because you you can't. I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy world we live in. You're just trying to. You're on a sinking ship right now, and you're about to drown, right? Yeah, but there's too many other people that are going to be saved first. On the boat. Yes. Like the Titanic? Yes. There are only some so many boats and so Women many spots and on those boats. Yes. And unfortunately, the ones that are already in the Power Five, they're going to be first in line. That's true. And then you got to hope that there's a little extra room for you. Yep. Uh, that's the situation for Memphis. There is no doubt about it. Um, and it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And it's not going to be uh, pain-free. You're have to move quick. But ma- maybe they get, they get maybe they get lucky this time. Right? They deserve it. All right, we'll come back. Trista Crick's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to her about NBA free agency, what the Grizzlies have done, Kevin Durant, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90.9 FM. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Catch Trista Crick on BetMGM tonight. Check her out on the Heat Check podcast with Trista Crick. NBA free agency is going wild. She joins us now. Trista, what's up? I literally just was ready to ghost ride my whip. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> what, what, I was like, tell me when to go. Oh, my God. E-40? A little E40 for you. Yeah, that West Coast. They like just let you guys play whatever you guys want. That's amazing. They don't let you play whatever you want. Not on BetMGM tonight. They don't. Well, we're they gonna give have... us the killer track. Yeah, you gonna have to negotiate that in the next deal that you get to choose that's your it. own bumper music. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's right. I do on the fan, but not on W uh, BetMGM tonight. There you go. All right, uh, Kevin Durant is is uh, is being traded. Um, is is he going to wind up in Phoenix? And what do you think this does for the Suns if it happens? So I I was thinking about this earlier today. What's the best scenario for Kevin? And for the Nets, right? Because we know the Nets aren't just going to let Kevin walk for nothing. I think that the Suns probably have the best package. You might, you might say, well, Toronto's got a pretty interesting amount of young, young talent as well. But I think Mikel Bridges is probably one of the most underrated two-way wings in the game. I think he can give you more offensively than he has been in Phoenix just because of his role. I think you would add him to say, and I know people are down on DeAndre Ayton. I still think he's a top three true center in the league. Uh, you could add him, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, and maybe like a Cam Johnson, who I think could be an interesting, you know, long athletic wing role player guy as well. And then you put three, four first round picks with that. You know, that's a that's a really good core if you could get something there. And then Kevin would be happy because he apparently wants to go to Phoenix. What that means for Phoenix, I think, is interesting. Uh, I do think they get a lot less depth. I still think that they need a front court presence at that point, right? Like, do you sign? Who, who do you end up signing? Is that like a Bismack Biombo? Like, 
who still needs is that a Kavon Looney? Do you go after Kavon Looney and try to take him from the Warriors? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Just addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the centers have have signed already. You know the Mitchell Robinsons of the world. You know the uh, Andre Drummonds of the world. The Javale McGees of the world. So uh, there's not a lot of options for for Phoenix. But in terms of another a ball handler and the, somebody who can score when Chris Paul inevitably gets injured in the playoffs is interesting, and I think that becomes a three-headed offensive monster. All three guys can D up as well, um, but in terms of in terms of depth, it would be it would be tough, and they would need to make some more free agent, you know, small signings, maybe like a Dante DiVincenzo, mm-hmm. or maybe like a like a TJ Warren or something like that who hasn't been signed in order for them to really increase the or expand the depth that they have right now. Let me ask you this, Trista. If he did go to Phoenix and we complete the deal with everything that you just laid out and they, they, they managed to win title, multiple titles, whatever it is, for Kevin Durant, it's more titles. Does it change what we say about him, the narrative on him, the, his legacy at all? You know, with Golden State, we, you know, the, there are a faction of us that hold it against him. Hey, you're joining a, a team that was already formed, although, albeit you played well, you got a finals MVP. But uh, would it change Kevin Durant's story if he goes to Phoenix and wins one title, multiple titles, either way? What do you think? I think where we're at, Kevin, I, I think collectively – is that his story's really complicated. For sure. And he, as a person, from what I can gather, because I don't know him well, is very complex. And so I think what he was trying to do was something that was very admirable, which is to create, um, I want to say, like maybe a startup culture. Yep. And go with a friend and try to make something happen in a way that was, the way you wanted it to be in an environment that you created and, and, and basically, I mean, he piggybacked off what Brooklyn had already done, but you're, you're basically creating something from quote unquote scratch. I'm with you. And that's yep. most entrepreneurs fail. And, and I think that that shows you that it's not easy, even with two of the best scorers of our generation uh, to be able to do that. And I think that there's a lot of the craftsmanship of role-playing that I think has been diminished over time. And uh, as you become a star player, I think more and more, and I'm not a star player, but like I can only put myself in their shoes, which is, you know, you guys are the, the linchpin. But the role players are so integral to winning a title. We saw that with Golden State, with Gary Payton, with Otto Porter, with Kavon Ludi. You have to have role players step up, and you can't take away the backbone of a culture like Kenny Atkinson, and hope that role players just figure it out. Because if they could do that on their own, they would be stars. They need coaching. Kevin Durant does not need coaching. Kyrie Irving does not need coaching. But guys like Bruce Brown do. Guys like Joe Harris do. Even older guys like LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin do. So I think that they're just, it really makes it interesting. If he goes to Phoenix and and wins multiple titles there, which I'm not sure that they would because things are only getting stronger in the West and in the East. I think it just adds color to how difficult it is to win a ring and how doing it and building a roster organically is, is, takes a longer time. It's a lot harder. It's a lot more risk. But if you can create an environment like Memphis, I'm not even just like saying that because it's you guys, but if you can create that, there's a sustainability there and a culture there that's, that persists and that 
and that you can rely on and put your feet down on and feel like it's solid. You, you mentioned the Grizzlies. It doesn't. I mean, we, we you know we kind of joked around about it, like for five seconds when uh, when the news broke that Kevin Durant was was requesting a trade. There was some thought, right? Like some offshores had the Grizzlies as like the second, you know, the second favorite, I guess, behind Miami. Right. Uh, so I, I guess there were legs to it, but it became pretty clear uh, immediately it would not happen. If it were on the table, though, do you think the Grizzlies no. would have ha- would have to give up? Desmond Bain and Jaron, and and if that's true, would you do that for Kevin Durant? I don't think if I'm the Grizzlies, I would want to do it, period. And that says nothing about Kevin Durant because because I wanted him in Portland. But you have to think about, you guys have such a full cupboard. There's just so many pieces, and maybe that makes you an intriguing place to go and an intriguing trade partner because, you have a lot of picks and you have a lot of assets, but it's very rare to have a culture of role players that all step up in big moments and a huge superstar like Jaw. And so if I'm Memphis, it, it seems like a, a shortcut to something that's an inevitability. I think that Memphis will be a contender for a very long time because of who Jaw is and how this organization is run. As long as the decision makers in place keep making decisions with the same mindset in mind and that they're the same ones that are in place. I think that, you know, this is something you want to keep going. You don't want to break up a good thing uh, because you just really never know how a new ingredient is going to mesh with the crew. Trista, if you were reseeding the East based on the movement so far, and let's roll with that, that the Nets trade Kevin Durant out West, out to Phoenix. We'll just stick with that one and that the East is the East right now. Um, and we know that that, that could still change. Who would you put at the top? Who who have you liked in terms of what they've done? Has Philly moved up in your eyes? Have others fallen? Uh, if you're reseeding the East, who's your top couple of seeds? I'm really interested to see what Milwaukee does. Why have they not done anything uh, like of note besides re-signing Bobby Portis? I think just respect-wise, I have to give them. I have to give them the top I get it. seed. Like I wouldn't say that they're the number one seed next year in the East. But I think that they're the team to beat if fully healthy because of who they have and Drew and Chris Middleton and Giannis, of course. And I, I would imagine they'll bring some other role players in place to shoot threes like they need. Um, and maybe they go after like someone like Joe Harris if it's a fire sale in, in Brooklyn. That would be an interesting move. Uh, so I put them at top. I really like what Boston did. I think getting Malcolm Brogdon if he's healthy. Now, the benefit is that we know Malcolm Brogdon does not like to be healthy um he's not a player that you can rely on for 82 games but for a team like boston you don't that doesn't matter you just need malcolm brogdon for matchups right you need him against teams like the warriors where you need a consistent ball handler who can not only go right but can also go left and isn't going to turn the ball over and isn't going to get sloppy with the rock in a way that ends up turning into transition buckets for a monster like golden state so malcolm brogdon i think is a, a really interesting piece for matchups, and I think Marcus Smart will still start, but Malcolm Brogdon is a is a great complement for problems that we saw pop and rear their ugly heads in the playoffs. We're talking to Trista Crick, catcher on Bed MGM tonight, the Heat Check podcast. We, you you mentioned uh, we were talking about Jaron. He's out. Uh, they kind of snuck that one in, you know. Uh, you know, they uh, did. Uh, the Pac-12's uh, been destroyed, and Kevin Durant <laughs> wants a trade. Oh, by the way, Jaron Jackson's going to miss six months. Um, how concerning is that? 
how how concerning should it be for the Grizzlies, considering this is his second lost off season in three years? I think pretty concerning. I, I'd like to know kind of what you guys think too. Um, Jaron Jackson has a lot of potential um, as a defender as a guy who can play out on the perimeter and do multiple things as a competitor. Obviously, him and the rest of the crew are very tight. But to go down, it was a meniscus tear at first, right, last two, two off-seasons yes, ago? Yes, Meniscus tear and now a, a foot injury. Like, these are things that are connected. Uh, these are things that, you know, our body is a chain, right? It's a, it's a kinetic chain. I don't mean to get super nerdy, but, like, the neck bones connected to the hip bone kind oh, of a right. thing, right? Yeah. And so and so your meniscus, uh, even if it's on the opposite foot, it still it still connects to the rest of your body. They're not individual parts. So yeah, I'm very concerned of a player who's as young as Jaron, who makes his living on his athleticism and his bounce and his first step and all these things that, you know, your feet and knees are very important to have, uh, to be healthy in order to do all those things. Yeah, I think that the the Memphis probably front office and those in ownership are really scratching their heads and probably wondering, okay, like, what do we do in the meantime? Also, really quickly as an aside, awesome getting Tyus Jones back. I yep. thought that was yes. huge. But this this team, I love that for you guys. That was such an underrated re-signing and such a really great move from like a sacrificial standpoint for Tyus because I know he said he wanted to be a starter and he's obviously not going to be one. So good for him, good for you guys. But this team plays really awesome without Jaron Jackson. We've seen that. Like you played pretty well and now you have more pieces and more role players uh, in action and who have taken more steps and have more experience. So when he is out for the beginning of next year, I think with Steven Adams, uh, you'll be able to kind of keep things rolling. Do the Knicks remain a joke, Trista? Even after the Brunson yeah, move, man. yeah, man. I mean, I'm super happy for uh, for Jalen Brunson. Like, I I am uh, on the record. I want everyone to be overpaid. Sure. Like my goal in life <laughs> to be that. slandered yeah. like that, like Jaron Jackson. Like people be like Trista made how much? Like uh, we all <laughs> should aspire to be overpaid to the point where people are in their cars talking about whether we're going to live up to that contract. So. He put up big, big points when Luca was not on the floor, and I knew that that was going to be um, a moment of time where, wow, this is defining for his bag, right? And and shame on Dallas for not giving him four years, fifty six million when he came back in January and asked for it and said, "Listen, playing pretty well. I'm happy to stay." And even though yeah. my dad is is on staff for the Knicks, even though my like surrogate father runs the Knicks, and I'm like from the Northeast, from Jersey. I'm totally happy to stay and rock out with y'all. And they said no. And so it's more of a credit to, I think it's also a credit that we don't talk enough about Mark Cuban as much as he says he wants to pay money. He has been cheap and has allowed guys to walk out that, you know, maybe should have stayed. So, yeah, the Knicks, weird moves to do what they did. But it makes sense, I guess, from a branding perspective. Are they a competitor? Are they a contender? Definitely not. Do they make the playoffs? Maybe not. Does Tibbs get fired? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I would. I would vote for uh, Mark Cuban for president, though. Like I, like I, <laughs> I, I love that dude. Like he has like this. Uh, you know, he has like this new thing where you know he he offers these generic prescription drugs for like no money. Like the guy's changing the world, and I think we're gonna look back and we're gonna say, you know what? He probably ma- he made the right choice by not paying Chandler Parsons, 
All right? I, I, yeah, he did. I'll give him that. So sometimes he's like the canary in the coal mine when it comes to not paying these guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, he sees the vision. He was willing, though, to give Jalen Brunson like $100 million, though. Don't sleep. Yeah. I would have taken the $100 million, though, in Dallas. For sure. Over the $100 million in It's, it's not even close. It's not even close. It's the, the, there's no state tax. You're playing with Luka. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just probably 40% cheaper to live in general. Like, if you're talking about bang for your buck. No doubt. Dallas is one of the best players or best places in, in the country for that. I, I, we were talking about it earlier. We, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Jason co-signed this, but like I said, I think by the end of it, like or maybe not even by the end of it, Knicks fans are going to hate Jalen Brunson. Like they're <laughs> like it's gonna be one of those deals where they're like like you talked about overpaid, overrated. Like I I just I don't see that marriage ending smoothly because like he's uh, is he are they gonna win big with Jalen Brunson and that like I I think problems Randall yeah I think. I, I, probably issue. not yeah. so like Knicks fans are just gonna be miserable like always. They need a big they need another two guard. I thought it would have been interesting if they could have gotten Dejounte Murray. DeJounte Murray, they got him for almost nothing um, in Atlanta. So if you could have gotten him, that would have made sense to me. And then it kind of makes Jalen Brunson uh, a better fit. Now, is is RJ playing two? Is he playing three? Like, really interesting, considering that neither one of them is considered to be like... I know that he went three for six in the playoffs, but like I don't know necessarily if Jalen... As small as he is, is he's considered like a sharp shooter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and neither is RJ. So the shooting on this team outside of Evan Fournier, which he lacks a lot outside of that, and he can go ice cold too, is left to be desired. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, aren't you, a, uh, aren't you an Oregon alum? I am. Go Ducks. So, uh, I mean, you're, you're, fighting for your, you're fighting for your life right now. They're, they left us. They're they're going to a place where it's just cornfields and grass and <laughs> and tipping cows. If you want to go over there, you know what? Maybe they're just running from the grind. Maybe they're just running from Dan Lanning, and Dan Lanning's the truth. Him, former defensive coordinator for Georgia. Maybe we are an upstart uh, dynasty ready to reemerge. Will we win anything of note since we've never won a championship? Probably not. Is it all about money? Here's the thing that I saw too. They said, you know why, if you want a glimpse into why USC and UCLA are leaving for the Big Ten, the Big Ten network is playing 24-7 about UCLA and USC going to them, and the Pac-12 network right now is showing uh, old footage of volleyball games. I don't, even know where I, I don't even know where to find the Pac-12 network. That's another thing. It's like I remember Memphis played UCLA like seven years ago, and like you had to like – Find a you know a hole in the wall just to, you know maybe because like it was like only on a specific provider like it was it's just a mess yes. it's a mess. You have to literally like do it on your laptop and Chromecast. You got to pay a certain <laughs> amount of money. Yep. They like give you yep. seven minutes free of watch time. That's, you got to go private funny. browser yep. for the next seven minutes of watch time. Yep. It's so bad. It's rough. And I'm like, I pay for everything. You know, I pay for every cable, whatever, over the top. And I can't, if I can't get Pac-12 Network as an Oregon fan, no I mean, question. good night and by, good luck. By the way, uh, Dan Landing, former uh, linebackers coach at Memphis. 
not just that. a former D.C. of Georgia. He was at Memphis before he went to Georgia. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So Dennis Dodd has reported that uh, the Big Ten has informed Oregon and Washington that they are chilling right now. They are standing pat, brother. Um, which means now the Big Tw- the Pac-12 is going to expand, right? So Oregon and Washington stay. And then you know what the Pac-12 does? They come and poach the best of the Big 12. So, you know, the Texas schools, right? Like I think Wolken had the, Wolken had the, uh, had the names out there. And that's going to be your opening if you're Memphis, right? Um, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, Baylor. TCU, and Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go replace what leaves there? Correct. In the Big 12? Yep, and you're in the same league with UCF and Cincinnati. Hello again. Hello. Happy to see us. Is it me They're you're not. looking for? Well, we're happy to see you. So it would be, like, who would, who would be left in the Big 12, right? So it would be Iowa State. It would be West Virginia. It would be Kansas State. Um... UCF, Cincinnati, Kansas. You would have that Kansas basketball series, baby. For now. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody's in any big hurry. No, I get it. I mean, it's about football. Right. Kansas football. Yeah. So that's your hope, right? Best of the rest. That you get into the the Smedium 12. And again, better than what you're in. In this case, a lot better than the AAC. Yes. Yes. Because, like, like, look, the AAC was not that bad when it was UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, and Memphis, right? Like, it was actually pretty good. And like all like UCF, you know, got basically. I mean, they won a national championship, as we know. Cincinnati got to the playoff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Houston is is always like relevant in basketball mostly, but like fine in football. And then Memphis, like, so if you just get back with them, which is to me, you're more in line with those four than you are North Texas, UTSA, Charlotte. And the, that slaw, you know, it, you can. But is it still a college football playoff? Well, that's that an includes yes. those conferences, right? That's or a, are the super conferences going no, to but, take, but, go but, off on their own? But they'll probably expand the college football playoff, won't they? On the- they will. They almost certainly. And so that 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 you know, expand it to include more of themselves. Well, or yes. expand it to give <laughs> yeah. us a chance. No, it'll be to you know, yes, it'll be to include themselves. But if you can do that and still tell Memphis fans and and, and boosters that you get a chance to. Yes. You know, play for the big football playoff or the big NCAA uh, tournament ring. And I think you can keep it at a level that's worth keeping it going. Yep. Put it that way. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks, Trish Craig, for joining us on the show. Gianna and Jeffrey are up next. Have a safe weekend, right? Be careful don't with those fireworks. Don't burn your hands off. Dude. You don't want to be the next uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, right? Very true. Be safe. Uh, for Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 